Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. The adventures of Bradley and Don. That's Beyonce. That's Mike Ganger. And guess what? You're here, too. And we want to know what Christmas cookies are your favorite. Yes, Your holiday cookies. What have you grown up with in your life? What did your parents make? What did your grandma make? Et cetera. Fabulous. We already got one person on the phone. You want to go to James? Since James has been waiting, let's see what he has to say. Hey, James. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your favorite holiday cookie? So I grew up watching my mother knead uh, dough. It's flour, sugar, and a pound of butter, mm. and it's shortbread, oh. and you just it melts in your mouth. It oh. is just amazing. Wow, that sounds amazing. I would like some. Does your mother deliver? <laughs> Uh, she delivers to me, so there's potential for you, Possibility Bradley. if we do a trade of some sort. We don't got a trade. He's just going to bring them over. Oh, okay, <laughs> don't, don't make us do work, Dawn, for okay. cookies. Wow, James, thank you for calling. Thanks, Dawn. <laughs> thank James. you, James. I assume James was a he. Yeah. There are, there are oh, yeah, no. and she's. It could be. Yes. So what about you, Bradley? Uh, my favorite. Oh, God. Uh, I would say Snickerdoodle, my mom's Snickerdoodles. That's oh. the cookie that she makes every day. Every day? No, every year for uh, Christmas. And I really haven't had a good Snickerdoodle other than hers. I mean, I like Snickerdoodles, mm-hmm. whoever makes them, let me right. be clear. But, but not, so the Oreo version special. I gave you. No, I mean, day. it was good, right? But to me, that's not a Snickerdoodle. It's right. just, it was, that was a good cookie, the Oreo Snickerdoodle mm-hmm. or Snickerdoodle Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would say Snickerdoodle. What about you? Well, my mother makes this thing that I just tried to look up online. It's basically a cracker, like a saltine cracker, and it's like a toffee that she makes out of a cracker. It's only like brown sugar, butter, and the cracker. And it doesn't have the chocolate? No. Because that's kind of like Christmas crack. Right. Okay. I don't know. I just saw recipes for that as well, but my... My mom just makes the cracker part. Yeah, because that there's like a toffee that you make with saltines, and yes. then people will p- cover that in chocolate. I think Julia makes that, I actually. I see that. Actually, that might be a great addition. Yeah. I'm not going to tell her what to do, though. No, no, no. But so, it's what so she addicting. She just calls it cracker toffee. Or, cracker toffee? Yeah. I don't know. Sounds amazing. It's Are you going to have some when you go home? I don't know if she's going to do that this year. We've had some different <laughs> ideas of what our... Holiday party is going to be like, you know. Dawn's still struggling. <laughs> Dawn is struggling because she was asked to bring a meat tray. A big, no, it is the deli tray. It's all of the things. 
Yeah, but like, what do you actually have it's to make? It's a three tiered three tiers. <laughs> like, there's there's a thing. It's like a platter, but That's it has not a it's charcuterie like a board thing that, is, that no. has like a bottom layer, a, a bigger layer, and then a top layer. No, that's like a three much. layer cake, but it's like there are black olives. Her sister made her bring it because they're doing Christmas at her is. house this year. All right, what if you I've don't been bring assigned it? So if you don't bring it, what's going to happen? I walk in and I go, wow, guys, I didn't have time because I just drove in. It, are, is that your role in the family? <laughs> like, will they yes. be surprised? No. Okay. But I so don't your like sister to be told is secretly. What to do. <laughs> Okay, Mike, write this down. I got it. I think we're I learning mean, a lot. From, I'm the baby. So we just have to ask. Or I, what's the best way to... Here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to be... I don't... I don't want to be assigned something. What do you want to do? I want... Like, if I want to bring need, something... What do you need, honey? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying, what's... How do you want... <laughs> to be asked? Yeah. Um, I guess not at all. Okay. I just want to bring something you that just, I made. You just want, like Bakewell tarts, yeah. which are really great that I've discovered how to Why make. Don't you just bring a Bakewell tart. They would love that. Um, but then they're expecting this thing that we've had every year oh. since I was born. Oh wow! With cranberry sauce on it. It's just a variety of things that have like stuffed celery with gouda, deviled eggs. I don't know how to make those things. Why would your sister even ask you? To, because I don't think your sister probably thought you were going to actually bring it. Did she? Yeah, she. I mean, she expects me to. Okay. Probably. I am I so excited to see where this where this lands. I, I In the meantime, the text. let's talk about. Should we cookies. go to Stacy? Because Stacy's yes. been holding to tell us what her favorite Christmas cookie is. Okay, Stacy, what is it? Well, most people won't know it unless they have like a Swedish or Norwegian person in their family. But we always make krumkaka. Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay. Then, there's not a lot of taste to it, but I love it. <laughs> Tell so, us what a krumkaka is. Well, it's um like almost like a pancake batter kind of, and then you put it in this like a waffle iron type thing, and then there's a wooden little stick that you have to roll it, and then it seals together, and then it just crumbles when you bite into it. Mm. So is this the cookie version of the kranzakaka? I don't know. No. Because that's a tower. Yeah, that's a different thing. That's like a Christmas tree. Because kaka is just like a cookie or a cake. Yeah, right? this is just a hollow. I mean, you, it looks like almost like a crepe or whatever. But oh, sure. It's, it, but it's it's wonderful. Oh, wow. Thank you. And you'll Thank see it in the stores, but it's not as good as like mom made. Yeah. No, Tell mom's... me what it's called again. Krum kaka. With a K. Okay. Krum. Like, a, like the Kardashian. I see it. Yes. Okay, is in Kardashian. <laughs> Thanks, Stacey. <laughs> the Kronzakaka, that's the that big almondy tower. Yes. Those that are is. thicker biscuits. I see. This is almost looks like yeah, she said like a crepe. It almost is like a cannoli cone. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a waffle almost like a waffly kind of experience. Colleen makes those every year. Okay, great. Yeah. Should we go to Jody? She's on the line. Yeah, and- Jody. Hi, Jody. Tell us what your favorite holiday Hi. cookie is. Hi. Hello? Hey, Hi, Jody. Jody. What's your favorite Christmas Hi, cookie, sorry. honey? I'm on speaker. But I wanted to say my favorite uh, Christmas cookie thing is those green wreaths with the marshmallows and the cereal and the red hot. I love those, too. My mom makes those every year. Oh, I don't really know what the... Is it like a rice... Oh, we lost her. Uh, it's like a Rice Krispie treat with cornflakes and uh-huh. green food coloring. And it's and in the shape of a wreath? You make it in the shape of a wreath, and oh. then you put little cinnamon candies at the base, you know, for like little ornaments. Oh, that's cute. They're real good. I mean, it's basically a, a Rice Krispie treat. Still, but 
Very cute for Christmas. Mike, do you have a favorite Christmas cookie or holiday cookie? Yeah, it's not really a cookie, but I just love a good uh, peanut cluster. When they do the peanut clusters and then you dip it in the chocolate oh, and pull it out, those are always yeah. my favorite. Those oh. and those and peanut bonbons or peanut butter bonbons are my favorite. What's a peanut butter bomb? Is oh. that like a buckeye? Well, you just take a you know a ball of peanut butter yeah. and then dip it dip into it in the chocolate. chocolate yeah, let it free. We used to do those along with the coconut bonbons. I'm not a fan of coconut, so it was always like a so game always... of Russian roulette to figure out which one you're going to oh, bite into. Oh, got it. Oh, cute. I would like take a little tiny bite and put it back if it was oh, white. <laughs> so you were popular. <laughs> oh my god! Who's been eating thing? these candies? Only child, you can get away with stuff like that. Yeah, you can. Are we all? No, you're the youngest. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. So we're kind of similar. Yeah. We're all used to getting our own way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not getting my own way. I came from a strict home. I oh, really did. We okay. didn't get like a lot of stuff. I didn't present. Didn't get presents outside of Christmas or my birthday ever. Or, oh my god! There wasn't well, I guess like ever like you... here's a little toy for you. No, that didn't yeah. happen. And I would never have asked at the store. Oh my god! Are you kidding? But back to cookies. My daughter makes these Oreo balls, which are basically you just crush up an Oreo mm-hmm. with the you know you just basically almost crush like it. a truffle. Yes, and then you dip it in white chocolate Yum. and. Oh, man, I mean, you have to like Oreos, but your daughter makes those. She does. Yeah. And then I discovered how to make really good gingerbread through Bake with a Legend, which is the Great British Bake Off people. Oh, for sure. Dawn yes. is a master chef when it comes to baked goods. Mm, Why? You still haven't that. brought us anything. Nope. Because <laughs> I'm so stressed out about the deli tray. Are you, though? Are what you? What am I going to do, though? Uh, I don't know. You tell me because you don't. I would just, if I were you, just bring something that I would tell your sister, I'm not bringing that. I'm bringing this. And this is what I want to bring. And if that's not enough, I'm sorry. But that's what I'm doing. Then she'll be like, well, I guess someone else is going to have to be assigned the deli tray. So someone's going to be bitter at me because I didn't do all the stuff. Okay. But would you rather have someone else bitter at you or be bitter yourself? Um, Hated by all or hated by myself? What? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you're going to have to make the tray, so then you're going to be resentful at your sister. Yeah, I don't want to fall in line to that. Or just make somebody else do it. Well, my mom will end up doing it, oh. is what will happen. And then and she I'll normally does it, though, right? She does. So I don't, I still don't get it. I got to call this my mom. Complicated. I All really right. need to. When we come back, <laughs> work it out and let us know. <laughs> you uh, are, well, here's the thing you came across a demon. Or a ghost. <laughs> or it could be a ghost demon. Or it could be um, some trickery. But likely it's an unsolved mystery of the un- unknown that probably is just aliens or ghosts. And Don will tell us all about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, the adventures of Bradley and Don. It's a new tradition for you this Christmas that you would listen to us and then continue to listen throughout next year. Yes. That's what I've established. <laughs> and so please do it. Mike is our producer, and um, I want to talk about something that is mysterious that I saw on TMZ in this segment we have called this. What is that? Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. You can what find, is it? You can find this link on our show page in our Bradley and Dawn links. It is a TMZ Link, the couple was out and about this couple, Hannah and Dave Rowett. They were in the Nottinghamshire, England area this month, walking their dog at night. And um, they were filming at the same time, believe it or not. 
And um, you can see something that looks like it appears out of thin air. They were filming at the same time? They were filming at the same... They were filming as they were walking their dog for some reason, which I find suspicious. Okay. So they uploaded it to their Facebook page, which started going around and got some serious buzz. Um, And I'm not so sure it's not just a, a video that they edited. That's the problem with these videos. It's creepy looking. If you watch it, I mean, it really does uh, make your spidey senses tingle. But to your point, it could easily be, I mean, it seems like it could be easily manipulated. Now, this park in particular is called Clumber Park, and it's supposedly haunted by a spirit called Gray Lady, a woman in a long coat, often described as a demon. Okay. crawling on her long limbs. Mm. And that kind of lines up with what the video looks like. It kind of looks like It does a look doll. like somebody crawling. It does look like somebody crawling. Um, now, I think that with that history, knowing that it's haunted by this spirit who looks like this, why wouldn't someone just fake a video? I hate to burst everyone's bubble, but there's no way that I even look at this and go, I, I mean, is it interesting? Sure. But in the long run, I don't, you can't ever believe that somebody didn't edit a video. Yeah. For instance, I'm a part of Twin Cities Paranormal Society. And yes, we love to receive emails and we love to help people. That is why we're an organization. So do you get so videos like we this? We do get, we get videos and photos and people say, is this a ghost? So we never say yes. We don't say well, yeah, no. You can't tell. Right? We can't ever. If we didn't shoot the video ourselves, I have no way of knowing. And we always just end up saying, that's really interesting. Do you want us to come investigate your house? So if if they showed you this video or you seeing this video that was posted on TMZ about a demon-like figure crossing the path. Why is it a demon? That's yeah. another question I have. Why is everything demonic? It's no. Yeah. Well, no. What what would what would you do if you guys got this video? We and would they say said, that's it's, interesting. What is this? We would simply we wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, let's have a meeting. I mean, we would just say that's that's really interesting. We don't know what that is. So that's always going to be our answer. What would the next steps be though if you wanted to find out if there was this creature? We would probably around. go out there ourselves. And then what? And see how if would, we could how would catch that go anything? Down? Well, we would get together, we would get our equipment, we would put up maybe a game camera, Mm. and it depends on if it's public property or not. Like, you don't want to just put up a game cam on someone else's property. Yeah, and then you see the neighbors like, hey. Yeah. You're like, oops. Plus, you know, it's not our space to be in, so we have to know if the people own the property or not. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
or if it's a public place. I wonder why TMZ even posted this. That's my question. Like, why? Because don't you think they get stuff like this all the time? I'm sure they do. I guess since it was going around on Facebook so much, one of their, you know, people in a cube that yell out, hey, have you guys seen this video? Like, they have to create a show every day. So they're going to eventually pull up things that aren't legitimate. So back to this everything being demonic, what does that mean? Uh, people a lot of times say, I have a demon in my house. And we're like, but what does that mean to you? Yeah, do what you is believe a demon? in God? Okay. Because if you don't, then why do you believe in demons? Well, only? not everybody who believes in God probably believes in demons, right? Right. But if you believe in just demons, there has to be the opposite of a demon, right? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like so there's why is always it a an demon? opposite. Yeah. People think everything is demonic. It's like, no, it's probably just it's from a the crabby, exorcist, right? A crabby old man who used to live in your house and you know, <laughs> this is what he looks like. Does he look like this? Because here's a picture of him from the nineteen fifties. This man that used to live in your house isn't him. But you do see that like the like the preponderant it, it's always some crabby old man. Right. It's, well, I mean, but people in life are mean yeah. and crabby. That means they're probably just going to be a crabby ghost. It doesn't mean that they are sent <laughs> from Satan himself to take your soul. Yeah. They can be mischievous. They can be mad. They can want to scare you and not want you there. Have you ever, we're talking about this uh, photo, or it's video that Dawn brought to us from TMZ that looks like weirdly somebody like crawling across the path. Um is there like at a, is there a certain point where you've ever been like uh I need to call the catholic church because this is a demon and we need an exorcist well being catholic myself i would never call the catholic church because okay. they're not going to help you okay so but i mean <laughs> but my point is like have there you are, ever had a situation where you're like that is more than just crabby ghost not in an experience with clients no so if it's a public place that we go to visit, you know, I, I just don't, people think de- their things are demons all the time. And I just don't, yeah. I mean, any ghost show will tell you that as well. Like if there's ghost demon, shows out there, it's just, just like, like it's a demon. Like those are not really, it's not really in the paranormal world, like accepted as like every, if you say it's probably a demon, people are going to be like, oh boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not a. I mean, I don't, but it's I like take a rare thing. It. Yeah. It's not something that's just because well, it's everyone. a cultural thing. It's not. Sure. It's, it's it's like when somebody, yeah, when it, because you're well versed in the language, those of us in the you know lay world are like, well, I don't know, but it's a demon. Yeah. It's a de- something scary. Anything scary is probably a demon. Yeah, and I think to categorize something as a demon. It would have to be like there's the word comes from like daemon, which is really just a mischievous spirit. That's something that hasn't ever really been human. Okay, so it was like all of these daemons are out there to mess with you and more like little trolls or, you know, gremlins. Yeah. But then it turned into a Satan thing. Oh, God. You know, (laughs) God. Right. So. I I just, it really irks me when I see there's a, like the title is literally Dog Walking Horror, Demon-Like Figure Crosses Path. Well, it turns out tabloids treat ghosts the same way they treat celebrities (laughs) with hyperbole and uh, exaggeration. (laughs) They do. They do. Um, It's a cool video. 
but I can't say that they didn't edit it to get attention. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I always think with like UFO videos and stuff, people are like, but look at that video. And it's like, well, you don't know where that video came from. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, right. I've solved the mystery. No, I'm Thank not trying you. to be arrogant about it's this. It's just... probably aliens or it's ghosts. Probably, it could be. I don't know, but I'm not going to say definitively. When we come back, do you want to talk about the thing you were going to talk about, or do you want to talk about the other thing you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, well, you want to tell uh, us about? Way... You want to tell us about the rest of Harry and Meghan? I think so. I All right. think so, yeah. Let's do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Wednesday night into your Thursday, then that's when the winds will pick up. We're talking about uh, wind chills at uh, negative 30 at times oh. possible for Thursday and Friday. Right now it is three here at My Talk. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That was Mike Ganger, our producer. Thank you for that lovely forecast. That's far from lovely, but yeah, I do what I can. <laughs> All right, so I ended up finishing uh, the Harry and Meghan documentary on Netflix. Yes, it's six episodes, and you finally watched them all. I watched, yes, four through six. The second half. Yeah, yeah. the second half yesterday. And? Um, I am pretty shocked that they revealed so much, and I'm very proud of them for revealing these things. All right. So overall, you you enjoyed it. I'm only about five episodes or four episodes and I've still got the remaining two. But you just Mm -hmm. feel like it was worth it overall. Definitely worth it. What did you love about it? I loved that all of these things that came at the public so fast, like, oh, they're moving to Canada. Oh, wait a minute. They're temporarily moving. Wait. Now we're saying we're all we're going to move there. And we but now we don't have security. And all of the real reasons why that happened were to protect, you know, the family, the baby, Megan, from a very hostile press. Yeah. And the way that within the institution, as they call it, that they were blocked by these private secretaries within the institution is the most interesting part to me. Like, you think that your grandmother is the queen and you can just call her up? And say, hey, can I talk to you or your dad? No. Yeah, no, there's several layers that are trying to keep you, right? It's gatekeepers. Yeah. And I was shocked to learn that. And I was shocked that the queen is so hell-bent on preserving the institution that she would take the advice of these people that she trusts. And then I was shocked at the level of what they would go to to make sure that their person they work for, so each royal has a private secretary or royal couple. Mm-hmm. Their job, they work for William and Kate. And those those private secretaries used to be one thing. Like Harry and William had the same secretary and yep. office. Yep. And you, were, if you remember, they split apart and got their own because it was too much for one office to yeah, handle. The two households sort of yes, went so their separate Yes, so then they ended up having their own team, and then you have William and Kate's team, then you have Charles and Camilla's team, and then you have the Queen's team, which really is protecting not only the Queen, but the institution. And they want always her to be the focus of all the media. Yeah. So when... Things happen and the tabloids aren't focusing on who they think they should be focusing on. 
these secretaries get real territorial. Oh, and then sure. they start to spin things so that their royal looks better, and that is what's most shocking to me about this documentary. Yeah, I, that's what I, I and I, I at least as far as I've watched up to this point, it's clear that you the competition doesn't serve ultimately the the institution very well. No. And it, and it really all boils down to this rota system that they have mm-hmm. where the royals made an agreement with, you know, the major tabloids and, and news outlets that, you know, they get certain coverage and access to the royals in a way. But I just feel like that whole system is just symbiotic in a bad way, parasitic almost, where they just it just encourages both of them to, you know, put out all of these like, you know, gossip stories and try to make one team look bad over the other. Like, they start using their yes. teams for... And they know, hold them hostage. Yeah. Basically, and if you don't give us something, we're going to release this. Yeah. Or, hey, don't look over here at this big bad thing that's happening. Now, we want you to look at this. You know, diverting people's attention away from things that are really scary and bad. Mm-hmm. They're like, wait a minute, but... Let's use this instead. And those people in the Rota are controlling everything. They're, they control everything. And so they would beg them, like, please don't put this out. And they're like, okay, well, what are you going to give us, essentially? So overall, it's just we know that it was an insidious relationship that they had or they have. <laughs> but to learn the things that they reveal about their whole journey and what they wanted to begin with is different than what you think. So do you think you have a different opinion about Harry and Meghan Completely after watching? Completely different. It's How not so? like I hated her or anything, but there was, you get pulled into like, well, he wasn't this way before, and now she's come along, but it's not her fault. You know, that's a, all a myth, all yeah. of that. And... You now knowing the inside of how this insidious beast works, I'm so glad that they've told this story because it clears up so many things and you learn what they wanted from their move and then what happened. And there's a point where it just gets really messy Mm -hmm. and blocked by these secretaries. You're saying they were trying to change their role. That wasn't going to happen. And that's when things went south. That is right. And all they wanted to do was just get out of the way because they realized that Megan was this big headline and they're like, let us get away and serve the Commonwealth. And it was already talked about for like a couple of years. And then they act like it's brand new information But they didn't want, you know, then everything started to get blocked. And it is very interesting how people just assumed, oh, well, I can't believe that you're now giving up your privilege. And, oh, who do you think you are? And all this stuff. And then just what happens after that with the different offices is pretty shocking. And I felt really by the end of it, wow, thank you for telling us so much. And also at the same time, shame on the royals. For treating him this way. I just feel like you learn so much. I mean, I feel like we all kind of thought we knew how this worked, but we're seeing a side of things that we didn't see before. You know, like I knew about the Rota system. You know, I knew that um, they had talked about changing their role. But I think that that hearing their voices again, we're talking about Harry and Meghan, the Netflix special, actually hearing them in their own voice. And it's not that you have to believe everything they say, because, of course, they're going to make things sound as you know, positive towards themselves, like anybody telling their their experience. Yeah. But that's my point is that 
the reason that's valuable, and it's not that you have to take everything they say at uh, its word, but it's the first time we've seen their side of the story, right? Mm. It's the first time we're hearing a different account than what's been told to us by the media. Because the truth is, with celebrities or royals in this case, the the whole reason we feel a certain way about these people is because of the way they're portrayed in the media. And the media has an incredible power to sort of shape the way you view things or yeah. we view things and this is a chance again produced by themselves totally created by themselves on their own terms with their own people but in comparison to all of the ways we've been told about this story for decades it's the first time we're hearing a different perspective which i think has been incredibly meaningful regardless of what you think writ large about you know the royal family or harry and Meghan. right and to just be able to stop myself from going down the road of oh but they're so rich and privileged anyway that says more about me than it does them right because deep down inside i feel crappy about myself not having that money oh i think anybody that goes i don't care about their feelings and what they went through take a look at yourself and go but why am i not is it because because the money thing is a barrier we feel like they're just like everything because we don't experience that level of wealth. Well, yeah, and it's also totally unrelatable. Yeah. Everything in their lives and everything they talk about. I'm sure there are a lot of people who would watch that and be like, I, why do I care about these people? But And not you, like shame on you or anything for if you think that or if you don't care, I, I get that too. But just to put it down as like this is an interracial couple who's experiencing extreme yeah. racism. Yeah. That's really, they're showing you like, look at this, now look at this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, and, and most importantly, on a human level, you just, you like, do you have feelings, right? Like, if you have emotions and feelings, and then you should be able mother. to empathize with the family that's going through this, especially Megan being an American, coming into contact with this institution that is culturally... And historically and politically completely antithetical to anything she's ever experienced. Like I was surprised at how little she actually had known about the royal family before she, you know, met them and was just, you know, you we take it for granted that people would know all of these things. But like we're not taught about how the royal family works. Right. And I love the fact that they sort of blew the roof off of the um, whole there's a certain way to sit. There's a certain way to wear your hair. There's a, yeah. No, there isn't. She's like, no, nobody there told me that. that. I watched YouTube videos. Yeah, she's like, no one tells you what to do. Yeah. And it's just polite society rules. It's not necessarily when you're in the institution, you have to wear this color of pantyhose. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's not a thing. Yeah, but but she'll be held accountable for knowing all the things. Yeah. And if she doesn't, it'll be pointed out, Yeah, even though nobody's ever told her. True, true. <laughs> That's like the that is like the tip of the iceberg of what to write. But uh, yeah, well, thank- I, I love just keep watching. And uh, I know you haven't gotten through all of it, but I'll be curious to see what you have to say about your overall thoughts, you know, and it could be completely different from mine. You know, no, you could be probably, like eye rolling, you know. No, I think we're probably mostly on the same page because so I find much- it incredibly fascinating. I'm comp- in, in, in terribly interested in you know, the institution and what it does to the people in the institution. And I'm happy that we finally got to hear from Meghan and Harry directly themselves, unmediated by the tabloids. That's true. And it makes me not want to ever, ever read the Daily Mail. Well, for a number of reasons. Yeah. When we come back, our good friend Mike has a new game for us. It's Game Show Roulette here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. 
My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Oh my goodness. We are so excited about this time of day because Mike comes up with a game. He spins a wheel. It decides what game we're going to play today, and that's called Game Show Roulette. Yay! Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Anger. Hello, hello. Yes, we are ready for another edition of Game Show Roulette, so let's not waste any time. Let's spin the wheel and see what game we will be playing today. Bradley, you spin it. Oh. He already did. I already did. Sorry. Oh, he did it. Oh, 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 oh. Please, that one, please. Oh, I'm not. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, my God. I was like, I don't know this one. It says it in the lyrics. Okay, I have. Do you know the concept at all? Kind of, yes. It says it right there in the title. Are you smarter smarter than than a fifth grader? grader? Probably not. We're going to have uh, questions from five different grades. First grade to fifth grade. We'll run through each of them. I think it'd be fun if the opponent of the other person would choose the uh, the subject that the question comes from. I think that would be fun. So why don't you uh, go ahead and flip a coin or uh, rock, paper, scissors. Who's going first? I say tails. Okay. What is it? Uh, it is, uh, there's a coin right here. What is it? It is uh, Tails. All right. Okay, so I'm mean... choosing your yes. category. You get to choose the category. Okay, what are my Bradley. categories? Uh, the categories are math, history, and social studies. Those are one together. English and language arts, science, or geography. Um, how about science? All right, so each one of you will get uh, five questions in total. Whoever has the highest score will be oh, our God. winner for today. Oh. And you are going with uh, what? Science? Yeah. Did I hear that correctly? Okay, so this is for Bradley. Snow, rain, and sleet. And again, this is first grade questions. Snow, rain, and sleet are all examples of what? What are they called? Snow, rain, Snow, rain and, and sleet. sleet. Those water? Are the examples I mean, like, do you, how specific do I need to be? Uh, science. Science-y. Um, what, what, the water or what? They fall from the sky. It's water. Rain? It's <laughs> drops. Snow, moisture? rain, or sleet. H two O is well, precipitation. About, there you Woo! go. Good job. I'll be going. It is. Knew it would come there eventually. So there you go. You got that one you in. Did so it. nicely done. Sorry, I have a oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. We got the ding for you. All right. So now, Bradley, you get to choose Dawn's uh, category out of those subjects. Uh, mathematics, please, Bob. You're going to go with <laughs> mathematics. Let's <laughs> waiting for the reaction. Okay, no. uh, Dawn. If you cut a quarter into thirds, how many pieces do you have? Three. 
It's first grade questions. Okay, Come on. Good. I'm like, no, please don't make like, me guess the wrong. Math on right. uh, 33.333. There you go. Let's move on to second grade. You both passed yeah. with flying colors. Well done. Okay. Uh, second grade. Go ahead and pick one for Bradley. How about geography? Geography. Are you ready? What, Bradley, mm-hmm. is the smallest continent? The smallest continent would be, oh, the smallest continent. Is it Antarctica? It's actually Australia. Uh, That was my second guess. Australia. So a miss there in the second grade question. So Bradley, I'm subject dumber than a second grader. (laughs) Oh, I am as well. (laughs) The fact that I passed the math, the first grade math is a, that's a miracle. What do you want to go with, Bradley, for Dawn uh, in the second she's grade? She's going to get language arts, or what language was it? Language arts, sure. English or language arts. All right. The person in a novel who tells the story from a third-person perspective is called a what? A jerk. <laughs> no. Um, from a third-person perspective? It's very holiday, Hollywood squaresy. Yes. Um, what grade is this? This is third second grade. Oh, second. Sorry. Okay. The per- Say it again. The, the per- person in a novel who tells the story from a third person's perspective is called a what? Author. They're telling the story from a third person perspective. Uh-huh. They're the, they're the writer. <laughs> Can you help her? <laughs> narrator? That'd be a narrator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I love it. The writer? Well, I mean, technically, she's not wrong. Yeah, but specifically from a third person, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's fine. We're moving it's on from we're, we're dumber than second graders, yes. Dawn. We got hey. tripped up there on second grade, but it's each fine. year sitting right, with one. I uh, was doing a lot of crank in second grade, wow. so I don't remember a lot. Oh God. Okay. You were not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How about third grade questions? Sure. Well, uh, what are you going to go with for Bradley? What about history? History. All right. Third grade. We've got history and social studies. Okay, what did colonists dump in? Uh, sorry, what did colonists dump in Boston Harbor? That would be tea, Bob. There we go. A Got T-bop. back on the board. Okay, <laughs> great. All right, Bradley two, me one. Don or sorry, Bradley. Uh, Don, I would like you to do geography. Geography. What is the capital of Florida? Tallahassee. There you go. Boom. There we go. Now we're cruising along. Two more right there. We've got two more grades left, fourth okay. grade and fifth grade. And uh, Don, what is Bradley going to answer? Which subject for fourth grade? Let's see math. Ugh. I'm going to go with math. Yeah. All right. The interior angles of a triangle will always equal up to a sum of what? The interior angles. They'll always sum up to. I don't know. How many degrees? Always. They'll be at like. Uh, a hundred. I don't know. Is it a? Is this a trick question? The interior angles of a triangle will always add up to the sum of how many degrees. I'm gonna say that a triangle. I'm trying to now look at a triangle. <laughs> oh, I want to say like, what is that? A hundred and uh, let's see, ninety, a hundred and thirty-five. <laughs> No. Do you know that one? Is it the Pythagorean theorem? They always will equal up to 180, 180 degrees. degrees. Yes. So half of the circle. Oh, because mm-hmm. 360. Yeah. 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 All right. So now uh, Dawn has an opportunity. Dawn has an opportunity end. to take the lead here. You can really. do it, Dawn. Yeah. Which subject? Math. 
Math. Okay. Why? Dawn, if a train <laughs> leaves the station and travels 60 miles per hour, how much time will have passed when it uh, arrives at a station 300 miles away? Oh, boy. Train leaves the station traveling at 60 miles per hour. How much time will have passed when it arrives at a station 300 miles away? Okay. That's easy. You can do this. Come on. Wait, don't say things. Do, do, Five do. hours. Yes! Well done. Oh my gosh. You pulled really ahead, that girl. Oh. So after struggling with the second grade questions, you do okay through third and fourth grade. And that's when I got clean. Okay. <laughs> Learn to see so what much. happened in fifth grade um, at Catholic school. We'll, we'll find out now. So, uh, Don, how about Bradley? What question is he going to answer? How about let's go back to, um, well, let's go to English or language arts. English oh, or language arts. Now, here's the thing, uh, Bradley. If you do not get this one correct, you will lose. Okay. Unfortunately. Right. It's fine. If you win, you'll we'll have an opportunity. Here we go. All right. Who is the author of the 1960 oh, novel geez. about social and racial inequality to kill a mockingbird? Oh. Author of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, and I know, and she has, there's a copy in her, like, safe, and then she died. That's very mysterious. Uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. My name recall is tragic. Uh. This would be hard for me too. It's uh, oh god! But it's you're on the right tip on the track my... with Ooh. woman. Yeah, I know it's a woman, and uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Her name is. Think of a magazine. I'm giving okay. a magazine. Yeah, Harper, 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 Harper. Jeans. Okay. Jeans. Je- Harper Jeans. Okay, that's what is it? Harper Lee. Harper Lee. Uh, I was like Harper. Harper Wrangler. Jordash is Harper what you were gonna say. Gerbeau. I shouldn't try to help. Thank you. Oh, it's though. okay. Congratulations. But uh, yes, you Dawn is going to be the winner. Oh boy! You're smarter than a fifth grader. We'll save the questions for the uh, rest of them. Oh, we didn't actually get a fifth grade question for Don, but that's a, that's, that's all right. Okay. We'll, we'll save them for next time we that game comes up on the wheel. So. Okay. Good job, though. That was it fun. Right. That was my, my uh, consolation. Oh, yes, that's right. You got a consolation prize coming your way, and maybe you need... Uh, this is kind of ironic that this is your consolation prize, but here you go. And get instant answers with Franklin's pocket-sized electronic books. More than 75 titles available, including dictionaries, word wow. games, and others from Franklin. And I'm sure To a Kill a book. Mockingbird can be on that book as well. I bet it could. Oh, my God. Mike, thank you so no much. That was you, a fun Mike. one. Mike has done, the, like, just the Lord's work with those games. They've no done kidding. so much That's fun. It's not easy to put those together. Thank you for that. And thank you, Dawn, for being you. Oh, thank you for being you. No, thank you. Disguised as someone else. Who am I? Oh, I hope you come back tomorrow. Will you? I will. Lori and Julia will be here. Oh. Oh. And you. Lori and Julia will be here when we return. We'll be back tomorrow.